The information provided in this podcast episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Family, I can't wait for you to hear today's episode. You know, I always have a good time when my therapist friends come by. And so today we have Kristen Winchester, who is the founder of her therapy space, which is a mental health private practice in Washington, D.C. She partners with ambitious women of color professionals to break negative thought patterns and keeping them from success so that they can live out their purpose with excitement and confidence. She believes that we have the power to choose and create the life we desire, and it all starts with our thinking. With over eight years of experience in the mental health field, Kristen has helped hundreds of people shift their ways of thinking in order to live a life that they didn't think was possible. Kristen has been featured in Essence, Cosmopolitan, CNN Money, Rolling Out, Huffington Post, and a number of other platforms. So take a listen as we both talk about some of the ways in which black entrepreneurs need to tend to their mental health in this COVID and other pandemic era. Welcome to Minding My Black Business. Okay, family, welcome to another episode of the Minding My Black Business podcast. And ooh, today... You know, I love y'all black entrepreneurs, but let's talk. You know what I'm saying? So I am so excited to have this conversation uh, with this guest because I think she's the perfect person to help me help us, right? She's going to help me help us. Uh, so <laughs> so welcome, Kristen, to the Minding My Black Business podcast. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having <laughs> me. I'm ready to dig right on in because like you said, we, we need it. Yeah, we got some talking to do. <laughs> yes. So, Kristen Winchester, can you please um, introduce yourself to the family and then let them know where they can find you? Yes. So, I am Kristen Winchester, as Dr. Taylor already said, and I am based in Washington, D.C. I am the owner of Her Therapy Space, which is a mental health counseling practice in D.C., where I help millennial women of color, entrepreneurs, and women professionals that are struggling to really care for themselves. Um, A lot of work-related stress and anxiety um, and really helping them to prioritize themselves in ways where they can see the success that they desire and live those lives that they want to live. So setting boundaries where necessary is important, helping them there um, and really helping them, you know, kind of reframe some of those anxious thoughts that kind of keep them stuck and stagnant in their businesses and in their careers. And it's just a blessing to be here to talk about this today because I see a lot of people getting in their own ways and, Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's important for us to talk about mental health in connection to business um, ownership and things like that, because if we don't prioritize our well-being, we're we going to crumble. We, we're going right. to crumble. Right. And entrepreneurship is no joke and takes a toll on you. And I'm just excited to be here to talk about this today and get into it yes. to see how we can kind of make some shifts in the entrepreneurship community and really care for ourselves more effectively. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm over here like we just need to pass the collection plate. Yes, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> so let let's start with you first. So how did entrepreneurship find you? Because you could have you could have been working for somebody else. But how how did you do this? Why did you do this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, my entrepreneurship journey dates back to 2011 okay. when I started an online clothing boutique. Okay. And. I saw some success. I was excited about it, passionate. Like I love clothes and I was, I ultimately started it with selling clothes from my personal closet. Cause I was in grad school at the time and I needed some money, some That's cash. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then that turned into me, you know, buying new pieces to sell and it just evolved from there. But I was in a bad space mentally. Mm. Um, I doubted myself a lot. I beat myself up a lot. And my confidence was shot to the point where I slowed down in my business. I wouldn't show up. I stopped showing up. And then ultimately it dissolved when I graduated from school and moved down to Atlanta. And down there, I was in a deep depression. I was diagnosed with depression, Mm -hmm. um, major depressive disorder um, at that time. Mm All I was doing was sleeping, eating, gained 40 pounds as a result. And like I said, I just disregarded everything with my business. And I saw how my mental health literally (laughs) made me just throw away all the work that I've done over the past two years at that point. Mm-hmm. so fast forward so I just ended up after I moved to Atlanta I was only there six months and I had to pack up and come back to DC because I eventually got kicked out of my apartment I didn't have any money mm. um yeah it, it was a rough time for me yeah. so I ended up coming back to DC and working for a community mental health agency for a few years to get licensed okay okay and then once I got licensed I worked in um you know some hospital settings working with um, offenders coming home from prison mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yes and doing individual and group therapy with them wow. and it also worked with we have an agency in DC called CSOSA where you know people are on probation or parole and they come for therapy services I worked there as well so I did that work ended up walking off my job one day randomly because I was about to have a breakdown mm. And I was like, I can't do this no more. Mm-hmm. I cannot do this anymore. So I ended up starting, this is random, but I ended up starting a personal finance coaching business called Debt Free Black Girl in 2016. Okay. And I got great success, had great success with that, um, great traction. And with the work that I was doing, I saw a lot of times that we weren't even talking about money. When I was coaching these women, we were talking about their relationship issues, their trauma histories, um, you know, their self-doubt and, you know, not feeling good enough and Mm. all of these things that kind of impacted their ability to manage their money effectively. And I was like, wait, I'm a whole licensed therapist out here. Why am I not doing the work Mm -hmm. to really get to the root Mm -hmm. of the issue? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I basically, you know, in 2018 transitioned to a more holistic based coaching service and I didn't even think I would start a practice but in June 2019 I started her therapy space I was like okay I think I'm ready Mm -hmm. I think I'm ready so June 2019 I started her therapy space wow and now we're here and now we're here wow it's so interesting to hear 
both your own relationship with mental health as it connects to like business building, but then the things you were able to observe. And as opposed to kind of like distancing yourself from working with other black entrepreneurs and their own emotional stuff, you embraced it and, and moved towards it and found a way uh, to expand your business to include those things. And so- right. What what are I mean? So you mentioned some things, but I don't want those things to get lost in terms of some of the things that you've seen and or experienced um, as it relates to the ways in which it impacts our mental health or our emotional wellness. What what's happening for Black entrepreneurs and their mental health? So with entrepreneurship, um, and especially for me starting out, I was grinding like twenty four seven, no sleep forgetting to eat or when I did eat I'm eating junk food something right. quick mm-hmm. um, and I really wasn't prioritizing my wellness mm-hmm. and I see that a lot with entrepreneurs right yeah. we're so used to the grind and the hustle and trying to make this money right mm-hmm. so that we can live and put right. food on the table and pay these bills right that we forget to take care of ourselves and that takes really takes a toll on us um and I know for me if I'm not caring for myself in those ways my mental is impacted as a result right and and that's where the stress and anxiety comes into play Mm -hmm. um so a lot of anxiety I see a lot of anxiety with entrepreneurs you know um a lot of imposter syndrome and mm-hmm. feeling like they are frauds. Maybe like, I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I being chosen to do this work or yeah. feeling just not feeling good enough, you know, right. not valuable right. enough. And what do I bring to the table? And right. we all bring something different to the table. And the fact that, you know, God placed this business on your heart, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that in itself means you are already qualified to do this work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of times we forget our accomplishments, the Mm -hmm. successes that we already have accomplished. Mm -hmm. And that throws us off and keeps us stuck and stagnant from making moves in our business. So that fear-based procrastination comes up a lot with Mm -hmm. the work that I do Um, and really working to get over those hurdles because I believe optimal mental health is the key to success in business. Mm -hmm. I I think it. I I mean, in life, period. Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're so right. In what ways do you think we are, we as in Black entrepreneurs, some of those issues have have they changed in terms of some of those issues for us during this time during this what I like to call like double pandemic we have going on um or have some of those original things just gotten worse or have they gotten better what's what's happening now during the time of covid oh yeah I'm, I'm seeing a lot of a lot of people not wanting to do anything right or not feeling up to doing any work because mm-hmm. We in a, like you said, we in a pandemic and then a, a racial pandemic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, with COVID-19 and all the racial injustices happening, right? it's tough. It's it tough, tough to actually have that motivation to get up and do the things that we need to do mm-hmm. for our businesses. Um, so then really working with clients on that, 
Mm-hmm. With that, with trying to, you know, come up with strategies on, you know, creating some type of structure and routine in our days and things Absolutely. like that. And, and like I said, building in those, that, those moments of self-care throughout the day. Yeah. So that yeah. we can show up for ourselves and then ultimately show up for our businesses. Right. But it's, right. it's tough. Like, I it's, don't even want to show up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. I think, you know, uh, therapists taking care of ourselves. That's right. Right. So. <laughs> we be the main ones. The Ooh, main ones. Just out here file. But listen. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing because it's almost like I think we've gotten to a point in this pandemic, five, six months in, wherever we are, um, that I think people had already, like in the past six months or so, they, you know, there was an adjustment period. Then there was kind of like, okay, I'm going to, you know, have my business operate under these um, new guidelines. Okay, now I feel like I've got my footing. Um, and then we announced, we're, we're falling into fall and and I think people are like this is still going on and so there's like a level of exhaustion um and that Very I'm much so. that I'm noticing and then this in in a lot of ways this this like thick grief um so of course we are grieving the people that we are just losing left and right whether that's from covid or colon cancer or what like we are just like what um on top of I think we all kind of thought, well, if we could just get through summer, we'll be good. Like by the fall, surely it's not going to tap into the holidays. So I think there's a lot of like, wait, what? <laughs> right. And, and I hit that point last week. I'm like, what is life right now? I had a breakdown right. with my therapist last mm-hmm. week because like you said, we're getting adjusted to this new normal mm-hmm. and it's like, fi- okay, finally we're finding our footing. And then to me, it just felt new all over again, like like right. over the last few weeks. And mm-hmm. it's just like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And especially as we embark on the fall, right? And a lot of times people struggle with like seasonal depression and exactly. things like that. And I'm really nervous to see how it's going to look going into the fall and having to do everything online and still right. be isolated. Right. Um it's it's going to be a lot. And, it's going to be a lot. And we have to make sure that we are prepared and have a, a game plan in place and, right. and expect it to come, right? Right. Because we already have seen over these past five, six months that it, it's no joke. It's not a joke. It's absolutely not. And so, yeah, yeah. I I, I couldn't have said that better uh, <laughs> at all. But so for those, so there is a section of I, so I found now in the ways in which I am having this message about black entrepreneurship and mental health that I'm having to do less conversation around you need to go to therapy we should go to therapy everybody should be in therapy so <laughs> I'm having to do, I'm having to do less of those conversations but more of I'm getting questions around like let's just say I was interested in therapy, hypothetically. What would I need to know? What would I need to do? And I'm like, oh, okay, hypothetically. Let's have that conversation, right? So I'm cool with that, right? That's a step. We're making progress. Yes. So when should when should Black entrepreneurs go to therapy? What what sort of things are they should be like markers for them? Like, uh-oh, I probably need to to talk to somebody at this point. 
What, what should I mean, I would say I would say that they should get a therapist immediately. Um, I mean, yeah, that feels like. The- I mean, just like <laughs> just like they would go to a business coach or yes, something else um, yes. to get help with their business. You need right. that therapist on your team too mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to kind of prevent some of these things from occurring. Right. And that's exactly what I say. I say, if you do that, the therapist is the only person on your team that is looking out just for you. It doesn't yes. matter about the lawyer, the accountant, the graphic designer, the business. That's the only person. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And it gives us a chance to have that space where we are, like you said, the space is direct directly for you um, and your well-being mm-hmm. for you to dump whatever you need to dump right um and and problem solve so that you can make sure that your mental health is on point during the journey Mm -hmm. because there are there's so many highs and lows with entrepreneurship right Right. and we want to make sure that those lows don't take you out because they're gonna come right the failures the Mm -hmm. you know the financial troubles you know those things Mm -hmm. are embedded in entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and if you're not strong and fortified mentally, mm-hmm. they can they can take you out. So I, I would suggest getting one early on in your entrepreneurship journey. Mm-hmm. But if you are already an established entrepreneur, um, go ahead and get one. And if you notice that you're you're feeling a bit stressed and overwhelmed with everything going on with your business and just in life in general, mm-hmm. seek out some help. That's yeah. what help is for. That's why we are in the field that we are in to help people, you know, through, navigate through these things. You don't have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. Uh, people don't want to ask for help. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they complaining, right? <laughs> complaining and, and mad and upset because they stressed right. out and struggling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you can just open your mouth and ask for some help. Right, right, right. And so, yeah. So even if it's, I can't say the word help, Let's see if we can find another word. Like uh-huh. you're, looking, you're looking for guidance. Oh, I just need to talk to somebody. However you want to phrase it. I, I need to check in, check up, check out. Yep. It, do, it doesn't matter. Whatever word makes you feel better. <laughs> the same way you go see your physical doctor, yes. physical health, mm-hmm. you need somebody for your mental health. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think you're so you're so right. And I think... My hope is that we can, because, you know, we struggle with that, too, in terms of, like, going to our yearly checkup or even follow-up or only going to the doctor when there's a pain or something uh, doesn't work or, (laughs) like, so if we can, yeah, when it's too late, now we have to, you know, take a regimen, a medication that maybe we don't want to take. So my, my idea is that I think, you know, once, just try it out. First of all, just try it out. So even if you feel uncomfortable about the idea, just try it out because there have been so many instances in which I've worked with someone and after a first first few sessions. So the first session, you're not necessarily going to walk away feeling a bunch of relief. You might feel worse uh, because we are asking everything. We have to do a thorough assessment and we're we're making connections and pulling stuff up. Sometimes you are saying something for the very first time out loud. Mm-hmm. So that can sit with you as you walk away from the session. So I have a rule of three, at least give that person three, <laughs> three sessions, three appointments to see if you feel like things are starting to feel 
better for you that you that you're able to feel some relief from sharing some things but right there are just so many instances of people feeling like man that was great why did I come sooner like da, 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 da. so just try it out just try it out yeah so, I've never heard people regret mm-hmm. trying it right you know? right right Right. If nothing else, they'd be like, well, that wasn't a good fit, which can happen. The person yeah. I'm working with, I don't know. I don't know if I feel comfortable with them, but I'm still going to go find someone else kind of thing. So you're right. You're absolutely right. So what would you what would you say are your because you also mentioned as therapists, we also need to <laughs> we also need to take care of ourselves and you are spot on. Um and so this is kind of like a two-part question, but they're connected. So as a therapist, what are your things that you do to help manage all these things that we've been talking about as, as, a, as a, you know, Black entrepreneur? And then what are your favorite self-care resources? Ooh. <laughs> Good question. But no, for me lately, it has been boundaries with my time because I was the therapist that was piling on sessions. Like I was working like 11, 12 hour days. No, (laughs) ma'am. And the the beginning of the year, I was so burnt out and I had to make some shifts. And now I'm seeing on average, because I was seeing like close to up to like 30 something people a week. Wow. I've cut that almost in half now and having that time back has just been so essential for me. Mm -hmm. And that in itself made me feel better instantly. Right. Almost. So making sure that you are establishing boundaries with your time, your energy, your space, Mm -hmm. um, you know, making sure the people that you are communicating with Mm. aren't toxic you know, or negative and mm. complaining all day. Mm. That's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, evaluate <laughs> the people in your circle, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. They will bring us down. Yes, they will they bring will. us down. Yes, they will. And they'll create so much self-doubt and uncertainty. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So You're making sure it. the people are solid in my circle. Yes. Honestly, these past few months and during this pandemic, naps have been Ooh, essential. Okay. Okay. Yes. Just restorative naps have mm-hmm. been like short naps throughout the day has been helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be really big with journaling. I have kind of slacked on that, but mm-hmm. that is a helpful tool for me to kind of yeah. just dump my thoughts out on paper Absolutely. and then actually see where, you know, I may be thinking, my thinking may be a bit negative or mm-hmm. off. Um, and really work to kind of reframe some of that thinking. Right, right. Has been helpful for me. Um, and really connecting with my loved ones, honestly, mm-hmm. staying connected because mm-hmm. it's easy, easy to feel isolated as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur and yes. during this pandemic. Yes. It's easy to feel isolated. So right. with entrepreneurship, I think it's important to get in community with mm-hmm. other like-minded individuals and people who understand the hustle, the grind. Absolutely. Um, and that can help build you up and, and motivate you to keep going mm-hmm. because it, it is a journey. It's, it's a struggle. And I've been there where I've thrown in the towel before, mm-hmm. um, but it must just be in my blood and my DNA. I can't, mm-hmm. I had to come back to it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But if you're around people who don't really get it, 
you know, they, like you said, they can impose like that, their own insecurities and stuff onto you. So right. you have to make sure you're hanging with people who get it. Right. Right. I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. A big thing right now, especially with being more sedentary mm-hmm. with being in the home and things like that, getting out for some fresh air and taking walks, mm-hmm. even if it's 10 minutes has mm-hmm. been helpful mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. This is great. This is fantastic. <laughs> and I, I think, yeah, so I certainly, uh, when you said evaluate your circle, that I was like, whoo, that, <laughs> that hit me, that hit me. And I, and I think I, I say this too, that all the time that it's important that we have in almost like two separate support systems, we definitely need to be surrounded by other entrepreneurs, other black entrepreneurs, because there is the journey of business building is very unique. And there's, there's lots of ways in which not doing this is so much easier. It's just easier to, (laughs) to go work for somebody else. Yeah. It's in some ways. And so, um, so if you're working with people who don't understand why this sacrifice is important, they can easily convince you to stop. Um, and so that's why it's important to surround yourself with other other entrepreneurs and then other black entrepreneurs, because to be to hold space or to have a seat at the table with other people who do not look like you and right. to continue to feel confident and self-assured um, or re-energized, uh, you need to be in community with us. And so, um, yeah, dude, you need it. You need it. And yeah. I know even as for me, it's helpful to have my community of black therapists because that for me even feels like a, a smaller nuance because we do talk about these things that you've been mentioning Kristen in terms of like has anybody taken a vacation are y'all when y'all going back to nope. the office or what right. <laughs> so we talk about all those like very specific things that's connected to the work that we do um, yeah, and then, and then you and, certainly need your group that are not at all connected to business. Um, absolutely, because we, we have to make sure that we are taking time to disconnect from our businesses. Right, that's it. That's it. Because, like I said, I was so entangled. I was in an entanglement with You're my business, <laughs> staying up till four or five, six in the morning at WeWork. Right. Back, this was back in the day, and I'm like, "What am I doing?" Right. And Right. It broke me down. Mm-hmm. So having those outlets, right? Those friends and family members who mm-hmm. know nothing about business and right. talk about other stuff, just you know, kicking it up, laughing and, right. and joking and just feeling light in those, right. you know, moments of socializing with that group. Right. And, and disconnecting is I, I think you're right. Because so much of our identity, I think, as entrepreneurs is wrapped up into our businesses. So whether it's doing well or it it might not be meeting your expectations, that can really kind of mess you up a little bit, (laughs) especially if you're in a space where you're struggling. And so to have those people who who love on you regardless um, and don't really care about your business. Right. They, they just want to break bread with you and they just want to hang out with you and have fun. It just kind of reminds you of the other parts of yourself that are just as important, if not more. Um, so yeah, I yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are more than our businesses. Our, our identity, you know, surpasses Absolutely. that. And it's a good reminder to check in with those people that bring you back down to that, like, right, like they don't right. care about 
what business endeavors you're on or what features you've been in. Or, I mean, yeah, they rooting for you, but they right. say, whether you make it or not, they still there to love and support you, right? So really exactly. connecting with those people um, and then utilizing those spaces to kind of um, make sure that, I mean, for me, like to stay humble a bit, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this business can be gone tomorrow, right? But I still got this squad that is down for me, that rides for me and right. still think that I'm valuable as a human. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, whether I'm in this business field or not. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's really important for me um, in this journey. Absolutely, me too, me too, me too. Ooh, okay. So I hope y'all I hope y'all appreciated this tough love we just gave you. <laughs> Cause ultimately it is I think these messages are out of love and concern and care because I am I don't know about you, Kristen, but on my like particularly like Twitter feed, I'm just seeing the level of like pain and confusion and exhaustion across the board, but a lot from uh, Black entrepreneurs. And I I struggle between going in and out between like, hey, (laughs) don't forget to do this or check in about this. But so I know it's there. I know it's I know it's everywhere on the hearts and minds of folks. And so, um, you know, whatever, whatever I can do or whatever we can do to kind of help address some of those things, I think is helpful, which makes this conversation very timely, um, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, you mentioned Twitter, right? Maybe Mm -hmm. disconnecting from social media. Absolutely. Like I'm, I'm all about content creation and showing up for the community Mm -hmm. that I have built online, but sometimes I got to take a step away because it's so much on social media that is just full of, it's triggering. It's, you know, videos of people getting killed online and you know our people and even though we don't know these people personally we feel that collectively um as a people because it could be any one of us at any given moment it could be me at any given moment and it's just so disheartening to see that day in and day out so disconnecting and unplugging from the news and social media is important Mm -hmm. you know for our Mm -hmm. mental during this time And focusing on other things because it's easy to get caught up in that cycle of having to stay and be in the know. Um, right, right. Wanting to be in the know, but also making sure that you're not, you know, overdoing it to the point where it's messing with your mental, right? And and you're feeling all of the, the sadness and the anxiety and the fear mm-hmm. and all of that as a result of engaging with that con- kind of content. Right, right. You're so right. It, it it absolutely is tough um, because you don't want to feel left out of anything or that something has happened and you missed the moment. Um, so staying informed is certainly important, but... <laughs> know your limits. Know, know your, your limits. limits. Yes, indeed. You are not a one-person news cycle. Like, you don't have to be on it. Nobody's going to ask you to report the story. Like you get to take some breaks you really really do uh you really really do and it can't feel hard to do that but then that's where kind of tuning into those other pieces that are that make make uh that are part of you are helpful like for me something that has an unintended consequence of COVID has been I've been more creative like hands-on creative than I've been in a while like I've been 
putting pictures up on the wall and painting. And I'm like, huh, look at me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Definitely so, been some blessings that have yeah, come out of this. Yeah. Like I forgot I could do that. Huh. You know, that sort of thing. So reconnecting with you, I think is so important. So, so important. So I feel like I could be talking to you about this all day, but I won't because time is money, right? So at the end of the day, we are black entrepreneurs. (laughs) 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 But I must ask you, because I'm very curious, what does minding my black business mean to you? Mm, That means staying in my own lane Mm. and not getting caught up in the comparison trap because that's easy to do as an entrepreneur and and with social media and seeing people, you know, operating in their own businesses, right? So what am I called to do, you know, with my Black business um, and sticking to that? Also making sure that I am caring for myself in ways so that I can show up for my business um, and tuning out all of the noise, the distractions, the drama and all of that that can, you know, infiltrate the business and ultimately break it down if I allow it Mm -hmm. so really tuning out the noise Mm -hmm. staying in my lane Mm -hmm. and getting it getting up and getting it every day with some boundaries in place (laughs) as well (laughs) I love it I love it y'all heard it you got your martial orders get to it So thank you so much, Chris. This has been a pure pleasure for me. Yes. Thank you for having me. This has been great. I'm loving like our energy. You know, like you said, I can talk to you all day about this, but I know we got to wrap it up at some point. So once again, thank you for having me here. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, family. We appreciate you listening. We need you to do us a favor. We need you to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. Also, join us in following the movement on our website at mindingmyblackbusiness.com. There you can find uh, Minding My Black Business merchandise, and you can also find our digital academy. Now, our academy is the place where we are looking to expand our resources, particularly emotional wellness resources for black entrepreneurs. And we already have worksheets there. We have more resources to come. You can follow us on our social media platforms. On Twitter, we are Minding My Black Biz. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Janae Taylor. And on Facebook, it's at Dr. Janae Taylor. So peace and blessings to us all. And when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing, don't forget to tell them, I'm minding my black business.